Good afternoon and welcome to Letter to Philippi Live, a daily study, verse by verse, through Paul's letter to the Philippians, the letter to Philippi, coming to you from Letter to Philippi, a new Messian and Jewish theological teaching organization, of which I am the founder. My name is Sean Imsley. I am the founder and teacher of this class. We look daily, Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Chicago time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, and 10 p.m. Jerusalem time, looking at these words the Apostle Paul wrote to the people in Philippi nearly 2,000 years ago, and how they, they were understood by the people in Philippi, and also how we can apply these words to our life today as we learn to become more and more and more in the Messiah. So beginning with Philippians chapter 1, verse 2 today, we just restarted the teaching of the book yesterday. So now we're in verse 2. Let me get my headphones so I can, I can monitor the sound. And then we will get started with our, our time together. And we'll begin with a word of prayer. O Lord, you are good. We thank you. We bless your holy name. We thank you each day that we have to look into your holy word. We love you, God. We thank you. We bless you. We thank you for the Messiah who is our life and in whose holy name we pray. Amen. So today we'll be looking at Philippians chapter 1, verse 2, as we've now started the fourth time through the book of Philippians. We started on June 1st, and now we are here in January 4th of 2022, and we'll be looking at the second verse of the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verse 2, and we'll be looking at that today here on Letter to Philippi Live, and uh, put that up on the the screen, put that verse up on the screen. And verse 2 reads, Grace to you and shalom from God our Father and the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Read that again. Grace to you and shalom from God our Father and the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. First, we're looking to look at the phrase grace to you and shalom. The standard greeting for Greek letters, letters written in the Greek letter format of, the, of this time, would have used the, the word kairain, which means greetings. In this letter, Paul changes the word to charis, which means grace. So rather than using the common, common just greetings, the, the, the Greek word kairain, Paul here is, is changing the opening of this letter, this greeting, to charis, which means grace. And Paul opens, opens his letter to the Philippians with grace over just mere greetings. He immediately presents a core teaching of the Messianic faith. But Paul holds, also adds irene, Greek word irene, used for the Hebrew word shalom, meaning peace, in the Septuagint, the Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible. Paul draws in two, two words that have deep min, meaning of shalom in the Tanakh, pointing to the spiritual completeness or wholeness 
By using these two greetings together, grace and peace, Paul could be sending the Philippians both a common Greek and a common Jewish greeting to begin his letter to this community of Gentile and Jewish Yeshua followers. So we see in, in these opening words, grace and peace, that Paul is, is sending, sending up a greeting, a message to the people, beyond just a greeting, but he's, he's passing on to them grace, which we know is as God's, God's grace and the peace that could only come from God, the sense of wholeness and completeness. So right off the bat, Paul here is giving this word of deep meaning, not just greetings or, hi, this is Paul, but he's putting forward a deep spiritual introduction to this letter. Next, we look at the phrase, from God our Father and the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Paul completes the greeting, making clear to the Philippians that grace and shalom come from God the Father and the Lord Yeshua. Ijin Lo and Eugene Nida put it this way, The ultimate source of grace and peace is obviously God, whom Jesus revealed as Abba Father, but to the extent that such blessing is made possible only through Jesus who is confessed as Messiah, Christ the anointed King, and exalted as Lord by his resurrection, he too is to be acclaimed as the giver of grace and peace. Some commenters have cautioned about making too much of the possible Christological implications of this phrase in the opening letter. And a lot of the other Pauline writings, including the early Messianic hymn that we'll be looking at in Philippians 2, 6 through 11, Paul acknowledges the divine nature of Yeshua and his eternal unity with God the Father, and elsewhere with the Spirit of God to form the triune God. Paul saw no problem in greeting the Philippians with a word that united Yeshua the Messiah with the one God of Israel, here designated as the Father. It is the divine Son working in the world with the Father to fulfill the divine plan and bring grace and peace that Paul has in mind here, committing this knowledge to the Philippians. Beyond making an important theological point, the lordship and divine nature of Yeshua, Paul begins this letter with a significant and dangerous political declaration that Yeshua is Lord, which was to be in contrast to the expected acknowledgement of Caesar's Lord. And as we see this, it says, it's, 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 reading the verse again, Grace to you and shalom from God our Father and the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. So along with making a profound spiritual comment, a profound theological comment, especially coming from Paul as an observant Jew, that Yeshua the Messiah is one with one God of Israel. There's also a deep political statement here that Yeshua is Lord and Nero is not Lord. So Paul here is, is giving both words of encouragement, words of affirmation of the, the divine nature of the Messiah, but also calling the people of Philippi to understand that their new faith in Yeshua was also a, a strong political stand against the empire, that they were making a statement against the ruling government by their faith in Yeshua. The acknowledgement of Yeshua as Lord was an acknowledgement that Nero, the emperor of the time, was not Lord. So this is powerful, 
as I said, this affirmation of the Lordship of Yeshua is both a powerful theological and a powerful political statement. And Paul starts off this letter affirming these, these aspects. One, the grace and shalom that comes from God. The, the unity of Yeshua with God the Father. That, bo- that, he, that both Yeshua and God the Father, the one God of Israel, are the ones that are imparting grace and peace to them. And also, as we say, with the acknowledgement of the Messiahship and Lordship of Yeshua as a calling to understand that not only are there spiritual consequences, theological consequences for Yeshua faith, but there's also a political consequence for standing outside of the Roman Empire and saying Yeshua is Lord and not Nero. So that was, we'll, we'll conclude our time today as we looked at Philippians chapter 2, Philippians chapter 1, verse 2, as Paul's continuing his opening words to the people of Philippi in this letter. Tomorrow we'll be looking at, at verse 3, which says, I thank my God every time I think of you. And we'll see the beginning here of Paul sharing about his deep love for the people of, of Philippi, that he thanks God every time he thinks of them. And we'll be looking at that tomorrow as we continue now into our, our new day-by-day, verse-by-verse study through Paul's letter to the Philippians. Today we saw the continuing of Paul's opening greetings, sharing about the grace and peace coming from Yeshua the Messiah and, and the, the import of them understanding the union of the God of Israel with Yeshua and also that they are stepping out of the society of their day by acknowledging Yeshua's Lord rather than Nero. And when we continue, as I said, tomorrow, as we get, as Paul will begin sharing in verse 3 about his deep love for the Philippians, based on their working together for the good news of the Messiah. So that will conclude our time for today. Thank you for watching. Again, this is Letter to Philippi Live, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Chicago time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 10 p.m. Jerusalem time. We'll be going daily, daily, verse by verse, through Paul's letter to the Philippians. And if you want more information on the work letter to Philippi, you can just go to our website at letter to Philippi, letter to Philippi.org. I can't seem to find my. Want more information on the work of Letter to Philippi? Go to lettertophilippi.org. There you can watch past classes. You can ask any questions. We have a contact form. You can leave a prayer request. I'll be praying for you. You can purchase a copy of our Messianic Commentary on Philippians on our on our uh, resources page. You make a contribution to our work, either a one-time or an ongoing contribution to keep the work of of Letter to Philippi going in now as we're into our second year. And you can also also read our, our Messianic Jewish book reviews, which I said we'll be adding to, adding two new reviews each month, looking at books from Messianic Jewish authors and also from the larger academic world, focusing on issues relative to the building of a Messianic Jewish theology for the 21st century. So thank you for watching. Again, you can go to letterphilippi.org for any information you want. 
you have any comments or questions, you can leave them there. And we want to be continuing to offer you new content to draw you each day to become more and more and more in the Messiah. So thank you for watching. Shalom for now. See you tomorrow as we look at verse 3 of Philippians. And uh, we'll continue on then. Shalom.